0: back hey we're everybody. back <laughs> all right um what's the next movie next movie well before we get to the next movie uh anything you guys read you've been reading anything mm-hmm. okay yeah any books uh, uh, graphic novels anything yes more? what do you got uh, aedra
1: well i read dr sleep
0: nice and
1: oh. as we've already discussed earlier our king um uh, fandom know, fandom <laughs> and you know, we discussed the movie at a bit length, so I mm-hmm. won't discuss the book at length because I feel that will be redundant. But, you know, as a King fan, when I first found out about it, I was like, dude, what happens to little Danny Torrance after everything? Yeah, you know, they That's what I liked about it. Yeah. You know, and that's what kind of spurred me to, to read it. I actually... Now, you guys, I have to segue. When they say read a book, they mean they're listening to audiobooks. I mean I'm actually reading it with my eyeballs. Calm down, you
2: (laughs) fucking snob. I feel like you're dropping
0: names here. Calm down. And in fact, (laughs) two of these books that I I I read or one of these of these four I read my book. I read.
2: Okay. So anyway, and and then just calm down. (laughs) And then um,
0: Christ.
1: (laughs) And then after reading Doctor Sleep, I revisited The Gunslinger. Okay. Which I had not read since it first came out. And um have to say that, you know, the movie
0: was crap. The movie was terrible. The she movie was terrible. I movies. mean,
1: Idris Elba is a fucking awesome actor. How could he...
0: They, I they just didn't follow the story at all. At all. They made I mean, up a bunch of shit. you talking about the cowboy one where he's Dark rest. Tower, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, that looked like shit. It the was. book?
0: The book is... The, if the, they would have done what was the... If they actually did what they were supposed to do Yeah Instead of what what the bullshit they gave us in this movie I never saw it It would have been a great movie
1: Well but the first book is really about him wandering in the desert
0: Would have been great if they'd done it right The biggest is Hell one of the, a really good movie I saw was Ryan Reynolds is buried the entire movie he's in a coffin Good movie. Good movie. Oh, I
1: saw the trailer for that. That looked Um, good.
0: Good movie. So
2: yeah, I don't. I don't. Doesn't matter. I heard about that movie. Was them trying to squeeze everything in?
1: Oh yeah, they squeeze a lot of shit from like three books that they cherry picked. Imagine
2: if they did that in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh, there would have been an
1: outrage. There would have been rioting in the streets. So
2: if they ever decide to do this again, need this. Spread. Or a TV sick the, series,
0: yeah. Stick to the fucking source because
1: because rough. the first the first book Gunslinger is pretty much kung fu, in Stephen kung mm-hmm. fu the Gunslinger. You know, I mean, he's wandering with, through the desert. Se- the pistol, right? Yeah, Which he's like. wandering the desert seeking mm-hmm. the Man in Black. You know, and, mm-hmm. and there's not a huge amount of action. There's little spurts of action. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Is he as
2: skillful as he is in
0: the book? Oh more
1: movie?
0: so more yeah. so in the book?
1: More so in the book than in the movie.
0: he's like a samurai. Where he's yeah, he's know. like they're like samurai's pretty the, much a right. pistol. Yeah. yeah, there was a scene where he's shooting he's he's killing like pretty much these zombies in a town. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And he's shooting with one gun. And with one hand reloading they they, you know, they have they only shoot with six shooters. Yeah, yeah. And he's re yeah, you know, they talks about how he's loading it with one hand while he, he's shooting. He with snaps brother. it
1: open and fingers the bill. And one hundred percent
0: accuracy. Like yeah. he's multitasking. Yeah, being successful. Yeah, he
1: was raised as a young child. This okay. is not so
2: these guys this, are born and bred, bred to, do to do this. Because in the they're movie, like Spartans. Each year's is like reloading by rolling his barrel on his waist under the bullets. And pushing them as he go. Hey! She scratched up that couch. God damn
1: it, Lilith! No! Bad kitty. Anyway. He's yeah.
2: reloading it. So there's are with pistols. I right, like that. basically. I like that yeah.
1: um, But I just... I didn't enjoy the book, the second read, as well as I did the first read. And that's uh, unusual. You know. Um, then, after that, I started... And I'm about oh, like 40% into it, uh, The Outsider, Stephen mm-hmm. King. I've been on a Stephen King binge. <laughs> Clearly,
3: you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, and I even like recently at a bookstore. We went into this used bookstore in Vancouver. Um, it's on 78th and Hazelwood Avenue in this little innocuous ancient strip mall. And you know, bear in mind that this bookstore is smaller than my apartment. And the books are not just on the shelves and stacked on the shelves. They're stacked on the floor, at least knee-deep, all the way around, like... So it's
2: like what you've seen in the movies. I, 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 I yeah, book yeah.
1: Readers and, and there's... Books everywhere. There's the, the Gandalf-level fat beard guy who runs it, <laughs> and he, like, he used the word Philistine, okay? You know, and people who don't, en- don't enjoy old fantasy and science fiction or Philistines, you know. um. <laughs> And I had, I had, you know, I had found some books that I wanted,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and then I looked at him. And I said, "You know, do you have any King?" And he's like, "Of course." And I'm like, "Why did I not see this? I had been looking for it, right?" But then again, mind you, there are books stacked everywhere, yeah. right? And that there's, organized. there's no, there, there's a semi-alphabetization, but like genre isn't clearly defined. <laughs> so I said, "Do you have like a copy of the Stand that looks like it survived the apocalypse?" And he says, Yes, I do, and walked over and grabbed it. And I'm like, Yay, I got a, another copy of my copy of the stand that I had had. Now, I, mind you, I bought this copy of the stand when I was 13. Mm-hmm. And, and I, somewhere between the ages of 35 and 40, I lost it because I did a multiple moves. Yep. And it looked like, yeah, it looked like it had survived an apocalypse. And I've read this book so many times. I own it on Kindle, but you have to have that level. So when I left that bookstore, I kind of felt like it was needful things, you know, a little bit. Uh huh. So, but yeah, I'm right. I'm I'm about forty percent into The Outsider, and this is fucked up shit. This is creepy, creepy.
0: Oh yeah, it is. Have you make a movie on that one? That's it's a
1: series that's going to be on it's shortly. Real. I'm thinking
0: of something that would be not yeah. with J. Fox. I'm thinking
2: of something else. Oh. Uh, um, but. The one with the cowboy one. What's that one called again? Gunslinger. Gunslinger. Uh, or Dark Tower. Dark Tower. The Dark
1: right Tower sure. series. series. The Gunslinger right. is the first book. Okay. And then there's the Dark Tower, or there's the Drawing of the Three, and then there's a the Dark Tower.
0: So there? and then, yeah.
1: There's like seven books in total. Damn, yeah. You
0: all that one movie. Yep. Yeah. They cherry picked from other movies, <laughs> other books.
1: Yeah, they just pick the best like little bits that
0: and they make it look pretty and open. And there is a yeah.
1: sequel coming out and Alexander Skarsgård has signed on to play the man in black.
0: I'm not going to see it. I'll wait for streaming. Yeah. Like I, I did with this album. Uh, no.
1: It no. No.
0: I don't. <laughs> <clears throat> well I don't know you know (laughs) to be honest
1: as awesome as an actor as he was and I will have to agree with our friend Brandon he would make a great James Bond
2: Idris? yeah Yeah, he would Um, he's
1: got the build you know I saw him in Hobbs and Shaw and I I, I enjoyed his character but I was like Idris Elba is taking roles like this when he could clearly be like you know taken some really good dramatic acting it's you know a good
2: solid well, actor yeah
0: i mean but you know i like you know where the work is i, mean, I like to see
2: him in a good villain like not hobbs and shaw I've right heard, i haven't had heard of that it movie. was fun that's it's fun. It. It's, it's like
0: fast and furious they're breaking laws of physics heard, we
1: haven't discovered yet
2: they're superheroes once yeah. you yeah. accept that they're all exactly superheroes. they're yes. super yeah <laughs> <laughs> it is I, I, I got in the past imperial super late, but I, once I realized you're just super shut your brain off, shut up, watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. And it's fun to watch. Yeah. Um but Aegis Haver would be a good James one. What were we talking about? Books. The outsider. Books. the outsider. The, the outsider. But yeah. Is, so is yeah. that more scary outsider? The outsider?
1: Um well basically how it starts. Is, Don't give too much away. I won't give too much away, but basically, there's a child that is murdered in a very horrific, horrifying way. <laughs> okay. True. Yeah. Like, like, not just the child's murdered. It's fucking vile. awful. It's just. Whoever fun. Did it's... it's just a, a beyond sexual sadist. Okay. 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 okay? Like, like, animalistic. Okay. All right. And the kid's throat was ripped out, and he was sodomized with a branch.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay. And
3: to
1: the evidence, the <laughs> forensic evidence, all points to this small town's local um, baseball coach. Everybody knows, everybody loves, he teaches English. But everything points to him. Everything points to him. And he has a ironclad alibi. He was somewhere else with other teachers he works with. Yeah, alibi. So it kind of starts as like a murder mystery. Mm-hmm. But then when you realize he has this rock-solid alibi... Yet all forensic evidence, Point. plus eyewitness accounts, right. points to him being the murderer.
2: All right, all right. Um, what was that? unforgiven?
1: Out the outsider. <laughs> outside. Outsider.
2: I'm outsider. terrible with names. <laughs> you are. It's okay. It's all right. But yeah, I mean, that's as
1: far. That's all kind of give you that as a summary of okay. what you know. That good. And and there's obviously got to be a supernatural aspect to it. Really. Yeah, it's King, and the fact is nobody can be in two places at once.
0: For me, oh, is that it for you? Uh-huh. Um, I got quite a bit, actually. Uh, one of the books is uh, Nosferatu. It's by, not Stephen King, but his son, Joe Hill. Uh-huh. And basically, he's a, kind of a vampire type guy, mm-hmm. but he doesn't really, he's not like, he doesn't steal uh, like, your blood or anything. It's like your life force. Mm-hmm. He's he a psychic vampire, yeah. He does it to kids, and he... Go, it,
1: or energy vampire.
0: Yeah, it deals with interdimensional dimension uh, travel, going into different dimensions, and there's a girl who, you know, this guy, would st- he has to do this to kids to keep his life he force. He can't do it to adults? No. Okay. And, um... <laughs>
2: Uh, it's just the way uh, no. no. like you said it. I know. No. Kind of like stupid idiot.
1: Kind of like Doctor yeah, Sleep. Kind of like uh, Doctor Sleep. Yeah. Okay.
0: And um, but it deals with different dimensions. And there's this mom who, was a woman who, when she was a girl, she got away from this guy doing this, and now he has her son. It's it's pretty it's a pretty decent story, which is also it was also um. The series is, um, Nosferatu is a made-up series, uh-huh. and it's on um, Shudder right now. Okay. And I think uh, FX. I didn't
2: know King had a son and that he was writing. And I kind of respect that he didn't take the last name. Yeah, he know. purposely did that. Joe
0: Hill? Joe Hill. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's actually a pretty good writer. Okay. He's, well, he's, he's, him and his dad collaborated on a lot of stuff. Those aren't my least favorite books, but... Uh, Joe, Joe. When he went Joe Hill. You know,
1: left. he may have cut, taken on a pseudonym, but you know, sure as hell, his daddy handed the manuscript to his
2: editor. You yeah. know, <laughs> <And> <laughs> directly. He, I mean, he still has some help. He <laughs> grew up around his dad. Yeah. 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 He's got to have something. <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: it's, it's like, not. I'm going to write this. We could have written the same exact book, and I like give it to the editor, and they may or may not even give me a, an actual, like, handwritten rejection letter. But Stephen King's son under a pseudonym gives it to them. They're going to read it. <laughs> they may not necessarily grab it, but they are going to read it, whereas mm-hmm. they wouldn't read mine. You know. But it he's helps trying. that it's actually <coughs> it helps that he's actually a good writer. He's actually a good writer, uh, yeah. Joe Hill.
0: Okay. Um this is a pretty good book. Um one well, other one I read was just a bummer. A Night Society. Okay, it was this is this guy who's really into horror stuff and he finds this abandoned house and he calls out for a few friends to get together bring like something really scary and whoever has something you know bring it bring into this little group they're calling it the night society yeah and one guy brings a recording of this woman uh, being killed and they all think it's fake and and, but his 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 creepy thing was way creepier than everybody else's. And they're like, we don't want to hang out with you, weirdo. <laughs> yeah, and, I've uh, had some people. And uh, so what ended up happening is they want to find out if this is a real thing. And what ended up, I'm not going to give anything away, but they end up opening themselves up to something that's like haunting them and it just systematically makes them all come together they to, mind in their own business
2: yeah <laughs> make them all come because
0: they kept trying to figure out who, where is this from you know? uh-huh. and it just leads on to this uh, pretty bleak haunting um, haunting of these three guys That's, that sounds interesting
2: I like that kind of stuff it was pretty interesting it was a
0: sh- you know, it was short I think I like paranormal folks yeah I like paranormal horror the most it's, you know
2: I think the least you asked me this one time in a podcast like a couple of years ago what's my least amount of horror and I think it's torture yeah
1: yeah I'm not into that yeah either. it's
2: like if maybe if it's a good movie but I, I like can't if it's a mind
1: fuck that. torture that's one thing but, but
2: when you're like ah, yeah movie. no no yeah. so I was Ugh. telling
1: him. I like had to take a break from Ozark because of that episode where they took oh yeah there's an episode of torture and i was like uh what's gonna go here or um what was that movie um mads mickelson was in um recently where he's
0: basically john wick
1: yeah what was
0: the name of that? Uh,
1: Snowpiercer? Snow Piercer? No. Oh. No, no,
0: not Snowpiercer.
2: Oh, I liked it. It was on it was Netflix. Was. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: I and there was about like that. there was like a scene where they capture and torture yeah. him and it was pretty graphic. I, I just left the room. And <laughs> I used to work in a hospital laboratory. It's not the gore. It's just the concept of that.
0: You know. Mm-hmm. So I don't like it. Um, another book, um, Refuge. Uh, it was a weird one because it was like this audio audiobook based on a series of short stories that link together like a serial. Okay. But they just put them all together and I listened to that. And it was basically there's a small town on the 4th of July pretty much gets the whole town just kind of just it's as if someone scooped them up and put them in a ball and separate them from earth and they're like disconnected from the rest of the world they don't know why and then all this bad shit starts happening immediately <laughs> and uh, immediately. it is fucking kind of crazy because it just just ramps up what's going on once they, once it reveals what's going on it's, it's even uh, it's a pretty crazy story but it was a lot of a lot of fun because it never got boring okay because it was constantly like Once you got used to one environment, everything shifted, and then you're dealing with a new thing, a new threat. It was a pretty decent story. It had something to do with a lot of interdimensional travel. Got a lot of interdimensional stuff that I've been reading, but it's not on purpose. I'm not seeking it it out. Refuge. Refuge. A story of survival. That's what's called. That's the subtitle. Refuge, a story of survival. Interesting. Um, The last one was. um, uh, True Indie by Don C- Costagarelli. He's the uh, director of every Phantasm movie, um, Boba Ho Tap. Um, <laughs> I need to
1: watch that. Again. I get I have not watch that in here. I love that movie. Yeah,
0: it's, man. it's such a good movie. I don't think I've
1: seen it since it came out. It's
0: so. been a while. It's on Amazon Prime
2: too.
1: Yeah,
0: but he's done all of his movies that are uh, independent. He's only done two major films from a studio. He just likes
2: that freedom.
0: Well, he always wanted to go to studio films and really make oh. that big money, but he's done it a couple times, but he, um, he just talks about his career and why he's just like... He realized... Once he, he tried to go... In the beginning, he tried to be, you know, like the studio guy. Yeah. But after his experience with uh, working with this big studio, he realized it wasn't worth it. But he just pre- talks about his entire career... From mm-hmm. A to B and where he's at now, and it's just really interesting book. I mean, it's really. I thought he it's, would be in big because of the phantasm, because those are just as well. They're just classic. Yeah, but they're all you know, independent movies.
2: Hmm. Good you for know. him though.
0: Yeah, it, but it's, it talks about his relationship with Angus Grimm and mm-hmm. and uh, it was you know because he he's most of his career has been in those phantasm movies he's done a lot of other stuff he did oh uh, the last one movie he did was a great it was based on a great book um john dies at the end oh i love that book right? yeah
1: the you movie see? was wild but yeah, I, I love I like, the he, book
0: don costco really directed that yeah is that movie worth watching? Yes, I okay. loved it. I loved yeah. it. But bear in mind, it's strange. It's crazy, but the book is crazy. Oh. Yeah,
1: the book is insane. It's it, and and by we don't mean like crazy and like doesn't make sense crazy. We mean like crazy like concepts of you're like, oh, did like, that just happen? Yeah, well,
0: like all say you have like a hundred pounds of frozen meat in your freezer, it they all sling together, crawl out to fight you. I mean shit like that oh <laughs> yeah, okay. like all kinds just
1: like bizarre uh, you know and and th- it's kind of multi-dimensional mm-hmm. multi-reality um,
2: Paul: Giamatti? In it?
0: Yes, okay yes he was, big, it. he was a big he's a big Don Coscarelli. he talks about how he got him in his movie. Mm-hmm. there's a big turns out um, um, Paul. Giamatti is a real big fan of the Phantasm movies. Well, the. Oh, so, and he, when he saw him, he's like, I love to work with you. He's like, I love to work with you. And then that's how he got him in John Dies at the End.
1: And the book, John Dies at the End, the thing is, is the author, um, what is his last name? I can't remember. I have to look it up. Anyway, um, you know that uh, website, crack.com? Yeah. He was actually one of the earlier, because I used to read that that page religiously. When I was on Kauai and didn't have any TV, mm-hmm. you know, I was like yeah. read. You know, I would read that page like every day. I'd read at least two, three articles off of it. And at one point, he posted chapters, mm-hmm. and I read the chapter and then I bought the book on Kindle and read the book. And he was one of the main like administrator writers on the crew of Crack dot com. Mm. And then yeah, and then he was like, I'm trying to pitch this for a movie, and then. Next thing you know, it's, you know, <laughs> so.
0: But yeah, um, it's a really good book. He's had an interesting career, Don Coscarelli. It was, um, it, yeah, I like the book. He talks, he even talks about uh, working with um, Bruce Campbell on Bubba Hotep oh. and why they didn't do a second one because they were supposed to do uh, uh, Bubba, Bubba, Nos, Bubba, Bubba, Ho- I think Bubba, Bubba Nosferatu? And they uh, kind of teased that at the end of Bubba Hotep. Because uh, if you watch it to the end, it says, you know, next movie, Bubba Nosferatu. But, what happened? Well, yeah, I'm not going to tell you. Oh, Read okay. the book. Come on! <laughs> <Just a> I'm <little, laughs> not going to yeah, recite the note. book. But uh, he was, okay, like, um, a big part of it was that Bruce Campbell didn't like the script. And when he did like the script, by the time that. That came around. It was just the the funding. It went away. It went to something oh, else. Okay. And he was got... dragging his feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knows? It could have been a shitty well, script. Well, he wanted to. He he wanted to make it more of a character piece, and they wanted to make it like you know, like the first one. Like the first okay. one. And he was like you are like no, let's you know no one gives a shit about you know <laughs> no his decision on you know why why he has that scar on his elbow you know that kind of shit. <laughs> so it was just a misfortune, misfortune thing. That, it that, was. But, but um, that being said, I like that book a lot. I like Don Coscarelli a lot. He is one of those true indie guys. And um, yeah, you said you had some horror questions. That, that's I, all I the books I've have read.
2: Book. I did read the Halloween book from 2018 book Oh, oh really? <laughs> I did I read it and uh, when Michael they had one chapter for the scene where Michael gets his mask that was one chapter of him opening the trunk up and putting on a mask oh my I don't know what you call it you guys might know but whenever they got into michael what he's doing it wasn't him thinking it wasn't his inner thought it was almost like somebody telling you what he was thinking oh like when he was walking down the road he crisp he quenches the knife he releases a knife he quenches a knife r- uh, releases a knife it's just some guy who just tell me what he's thinking and
0: doing. Yeah, I mean, because he is a voice. That's yeah, first Yeah, so it's got to be that. But yeah, it's got to be that way.
2: It's first person narrative. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, besides, that was good. No much details if he escaped or not. Just not as just as much as the movie did. I like reading it. It was fun. Okay. You know, we have already talked about the movie, so I'll just be repeating myself over again. Yeah, because that <laughs> was one
1: of our earlier podcasts. Yeah.
2: So that was yeah. So, but generally, I liked it, and I'm excited about the next two ones. But I did have horror questions.
0: Yes, let's hear them, man. Oh, man, where's my phone? <laughs> there it is. All right.
2: Let's get these boys. I got horror questions. All right. Are you, let's say, a horde of zombies coming, you got no exit, you got a, a full pistol that you know of in your hand. Mm -hmm. are you the fight to the death are you the last bullet for yourself kind of person Mm you're in that sticky
0: situation Uh, Knowing me I'm gonna fight till the end you'll fight let him because there might be that 1% chance you could I could I could I could be like you know like um, Kevin Foree in uh, Dawn of the Dead like he's gonna kill himself at the last second he's like fuck this and he just fights his way through and makes it I think I would do that I I don't see myself Taking myself out Yeah
1: knowing me I'd be a Fight to the Fight to the, Well because knowing me I'd be like You know I am really not Going to shoot myself Properly I worked in a Young adult Head injury ward When I was like 19 Uh oh and, 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 and There are some things Worse than death So you may not Actually kill yourself And, and I never thought of that Yeah <laughs> You know it's oh, man, not a guarantee.
0: This, this <laughs> head shooting—that's a good way. This head shooting reminds me of one of those. There's a uh, no sleep episode where they did two minute, uh, two minute horror stories, uh-huh. and uh, they uh, one of them was a guy and his son, or an addict, and he's got his gun. He's got he got a gun up there, and they're he's holding <coughs> them. And they're waiting for the zombies to break through, and and, and the dad says to I'm like, "Sorry, son." And you think, the whole way it's built up, you're thinking he's going to shoot his son in the head before the zombies get to him. And he's only got one bullet, so he's just going to, you know, but he shoots himself. I knew it was going to And the little that. boy is just stuck with these zombies that are coming in. It was oh. pretty fucked up.
2: Whoa, no, no sleep. Yeah. I knew he was going to go that <laughs> avenue. All right, your worst death. How oh, you don't want to die. <sighs>
0: Drowning. Uh, yeah, that's a big one for me. Fallen. Um, for me, it's probably burning. Yeah, like burning alive. Burning.
2: I've heard different things for like after a few seconds. Like if you're in golf, let's say head to the tone golf. Engulf. Your nerves get. Huh?
0: No, no, okay. no, I said engulf.
2: Yeah, okay, you're right. Engulf watch yourself <laughs> grammar police um, that it burns the nerves away and you stop feelings, but who, how, how would you know that <laughs> you know what if you're burning
0: hey guys write this down I know one scientist
2: <laughs> back in like 1700s found that joke he was getting decapitated for whatever reason mm-hmm. he told his assistant I want to blink at you until I'm dead and he, was, he blinked a few times.
3: Oh, wow.
1: Well, yeah, because, I mean, the brain doesn't immediately have an on-off switch.
2: Yeah. You know, there,
1: it's a process. There's a shutdown process. It's just like when you shut your computer down. You hear it takes a minute to stop worrying.
2: Maybe decapitation would be bad in a way. Because that would suck. You'd just be laying your head just being a basket. Yeah. <laughs> this sucks. Um,
1: I don't want to die being gang raped by anyone. And oh. to you know what I mean.
0: Good point. Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> way to make it dark, Audra. I don't want to be gang raped. These are horror questions. These <laughs> are right
1: down horror. Right. I'm sorry. What makes me scared? I'm not afraid and of. Dro- she, she's a girl. Things different
2: enough. We yeah. Don't think about
0: getting raped. Hey, that time. doesn't even cross my mind. Raped yeah. and
1: pummeled and beaten and knifed and you know.
0: Beaten to death. Yeah. That's Ooh. women horror there. Like yeah. Uh-huh. Alright. <laughs>
2: nice segue. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, who would you rather face in a fight? You're prepared. Let's so say you get your weapons, maybe you're trained a little bit. But, xenomorphs or a predator? Oh, oh shit! Fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm Either way, little, you lose. Let's see. Say... Yeah, that's that's
0: a catch twenty two. Do you think
2: it's fair? One predator, two aliens, or one
0: alien, one predator? One, one, one for to one. one. They're you know. I mean, okay. all we got is hands with some skin yeah. on. It. Yeah.
1: We got weapons. We got, we got weapons, skins. but
0: okay. Put them
1: on noose. But but the fact is, is we don't have the technology. I'd rather or... deal
0: with an alien than uh, xenomorph than than a predator. Predator. At so least you can yeah. see them coming. he's intelligent. He, he's a hunter by nature.
2: Well, alien xenomorphs are... An, has alien has a cloaking device. Oh, a hunter.
0: Yeah, that's oh, cool. that's true. I don't, it'd be, and then what happens? Mm-hmm. What then? I don't look anything like Arnold. Oh, I'm not going to survive a one-on-one fist fight.
2: Oh! <laughs>
0: he might not even kill you because
2: you're yeah. running away. Yeah.
0: I can't wait. I can't win this <laughs> way. I don't want to win this way. <laughs> I don't I'm gonna earn that one. He's fine. Something will uh-huh. kill him t- twist his ankle <laughs> or something. He'll die. <laughs> from green <gangrene> or something. <laughs>
3: uh-huh.
2: What was your answer, Roger?
1: I'd have to movie? go with the xenomorph because yeah. yeah.
2: They're more, I would say they're more You can see them animals.
1: coming at least, yeah. you know. Yeah.
2: And we will be here, we won't be in a black <coughs> uh, scary spaceship fighting them. Right. my um, last one. Uh rank the most evil slasher killer. From you know, the least the most evil. I kinda have a general idea who I think fictional? To... Uh yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fucking weirdo. <laughs> Shut up.
2: I think I know who number one is in most evil. Of the so, typical eighties kind slasher. of slasher. Yeah. And there's. I'll start. I think number one will would either go with like Leatherface or Jason. Because uh, Leatherface. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I'll Leatherface to me in the first one was kind of protecting his home in a way, and he's he's special. Mm-hmm. Right. So in his way, he's of course crazy, and he's a cannibal. But he's same. been taught that. Yeah, he was taught that. He was raised on this. Can you blame him? Um And he's just in his mind He's protecting his home In a very gruesome Hard way of doing it <laughs> yeah. yeah There's easier ways Calling the police Maybe doing it But They didn't then, have a phone Oh yeah That's true too Um And then Jason's more In the revenge I would say Leatherface is number one Maybe Jason number two On that one Because Jason just keeps going On vengeance 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 you know? hmm.
0: So who the worst slasher is? I think I know who.
2: I think I make an argument.
1: Norman Bates.
2: Wow, really? Really? I think he would be below there. Above Jason and them, but I think Freddy's the worst.
0: I think Freddy's the worst, too, because you gotta sleep.
1: Oh, you? Oh yeah. Oh, not
2: only that, but what did he do before he was Freddy? He he's
1: was a, a trauma exactly. He killed, <laughs> he, True, you're right.
2: He What was that word he used? He was a satanic, not satanic, sadist. A sexual sadist. sadist. Sexual sadist. Uh, Freddy yeah. is like one of the few slashers I can think of as a sexual sadist. Yeah. You know, that's why I think he's number one. Um, yeah. Because of that. Most of them have maybe their revenge. Candyman's kind of revenge. Hellraiser, Pinhead's kind of almost like a job.
0: And honestly, yeah. with all those, you have to be in a specific area to, to even get on his ra- on their radar. All you got to do is be a child for, for get, you know, just, for be, you don't have to do anything and but go to be sleep. you. Yeah, and go to sleep.
2: And maybe Pennywise, but he feeds on the kids. Yeah. And so he's then- also
1: limited to a geographic region. Yeah,
2: and him he needs he's stuck and he needs nutrition which is is he is is a lying evil so i don't think of him as
1: a slasher killer because i think it was more as he's just a more of a like quasi energy vampire slash predator yeah that was my
2: bad for him in that um but that's why jason i mean uh freddy's like number one michael would be like number two let's Mm. say just because of uh He doesn't sexually go... No, but he was...
1: He just killed as a child. He
2: just killed as a kill.
1: There's no reason for it. So I... Yeah. Okay, so I'll go with Freddy, then Norman, then Michael.
2: Norman, then Michael. Why Norman? Because...
0: Because Norman... He only killed, like, what, six people?
1: In that movie, but he wasn't a, a fucking novice at it. That movie was just on that particular killings. You know, it's just like Michael Myers killed a lot more people than what they show in the movies, you know, because they talk about it, you know, he killed 37, you know, something like people. And it's like Norman Bates, he was already seasoned and he's a fucking fuckhead. He, you know, he's thinks his mom is, he's killing because he's basically disassociating his mother's verbal abuse onto other people.
2: So he was made that kind of evil. He
1: was made that kind of evil. Okay.
2: Okay. So you know, your list would be Freddie, then Bates, Mm -hmm. and then Michael. Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe I would. uh, I would. I personally would switch Michael and Bates. I didn't know that much about Bates, but I still think Michael. Because Michael just kind of came evil. Right. Yeah. You know, Norman
1: character. Bates was a product of abuse. Yeah,
2: and Michael was just like, you know, I like killing people for no reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, I
1: was, yeah. Maybe it's the devil, maybe it's Maybelline.
2: I always liked the um, idea of Michael too, not knowing what's making him do it. I'm curious, but I also like it, just like the Joker.
1: I never really liked the Friday the 13th movies, so. Oh. I like them. They're the fun. They're
0: fun.
2: I like slashers, but that's one well, of the courses they're written well, As a Halloween 2018 show, if you write a good movie, whenever all it I is, have to say is fun. I
1: blame the Friday the Thirteenth movies for the fact that I can never be 100 percent in the moment when I'm having sex in the woods.
2: <laughs> I ruined it for you. Yeah, exactly. Head on a swivel. <laughs> quack, quack. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. You you that? We really should get out of here. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's, <laughs> a, it's
0: like, it
1: kind of, you know, there's that level. Yeah.
2: Oh, that sucks. Um, but, yeah, that's the end of my questions.
0: All right. Well, yeah, I think that's the end of the show, guys. No, we haven't done Village of the Damned yet. Son of a bitch, you're no. right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What, what the fuck was I thinking? It's the well, Envils, let's get into our. Friend. Let's get into our next movie. Yeah, That's right. We spent so much time on books, we kind of spun out. Um, the uh, last movie of the night is a 1960. You know, this movie, our podcast is kind of based on this. Not based on it, but the, we took the title from this movie. Uh, Village of the Damned. 1960, basically, you
1: know, in the same era of Psycho and, um, you know when the horror genre was just really kind of being created in cinema. Yeah. You know. And I
2: like this
1: one better. As a respected, at least, or genre. I mean, no, I'm not saying it's never. It, it. I mean, you had all the '50s movies that were just silly. Yeah. You know. You know.
2: Giant
0: ants are you yeah, them? yeah. Yeah. Them. I love them. I love it's that. So silly. It is. Sure. Yeah. You can enjoy it. You but, know,
1: but. um yeah, and, I, and and I Came like the same year as this
0: actually. I
1: really like when we do you know, it's like yeah, our last one, Amityville, seventy nine to two thousand five, that is a considerable jump in time, but you know, nineteen sixty, their level of filmmaking, mm-hmm. style, quality, um, everything.
2: Yeah, the acting.
1: And the acting is a significant difference between nineteen ninety five Although, I can't do the math in my head, I'm sure those two movies are almost the same distance from each other. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's just, there was just this huge, like, once the 90s happened, there was just this huge explosion in what was possible.
0: Yeah. Um, I agreed. Uh I'll just get into real quick what the movie is about. In an English village in Midwich, in of midwitch yeah. the blonde haired glowing eyed children of uncertain paternity paternity prove to have frightening powers and uh this movie you know the first thing i noticed about the original is how short it was
1: oh yeah it was what was it just over an hour or just an hour an... and
0: 17 minutes i <laughs> think yeah
1: just over an hour
0: and um I don't know. It got to the point they didn't really waste a lot of time. It. I liked it a lot, actually. Like you guys
2: were saying that it, it, your, the, Them came out, which was cheesy. Um, this movie made it a good horror movie. It did really need a lot of special effects. Mm-hmm. eyes were about it, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Um, <coughs> which they did well on. Uh-huh. Besides that, they had a good script so when they followed it through and I believe the kids, I have trouble sometimes with kid actors. Sometimes. Yeah they don't they don't through. deliver yeah but those kids did those kids definitely did and david was a leader mm-hmm. if you remember yeah and he did a wonderful job
1: very articulate even the little one yeah the, the smallest the runt of the litter he was even really articulate for a child his age he would have been what five yeah you know um,
0: yeah it was very you know it's weird, very mild movie, but I I it. Not liked a lot
1: it. of action at all. No,
0: it no. It didn't need it. No, it didn't, it didn't need, need, it. need it. It was it. just interesting on its own.
2: A little trivia, uh, a Tigurian is in this movie. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, PC Gobby from he played the the Night of the Crows. I'm sure there's Game of Thrones fans yelling at me. Night, <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> Night uh, of the, uh, the Flowers. Black Knights.
1: Oh, the black what?
2: The uh, the guy who played the old um, Scientists who wore the black robes. What were their names? Sam came one. Um, Maesters. Yeah, it was a black Maester.
1: He was a black Maester. Yeah, who okay.
2: was a Targaryen who oh, opened uh-huh.
1: up to... Amon Tiger- Targaryen. He's yeah. in this
2: movie. Oh, okay. He plays a police officer on the. Oh bike wow! Now. I'm
1: surprised I didn't. Well, he is 90 now. Yeah. You know, and uh, <laughs> that's that's cool. Well, one of the things that like cracked me <laughs> up is, like. Back then, you wouldn't show any kind of violence um, toward children. Uh-huh. And yet, the first thing, they're like, these children are obviously a problem, which kids with superpowers are fucking frightening. Yeah. You know, these kids are obviously a problem. And they're not mentally, emotionally prepared to deal with the power they've got. So we're going to nuke them. Yeah. Like, they straight. We're just going to nuke the whole fucking town.
2: You know? Just, that's
1: how we're going to deal with it.
2: That's just, how we solve problems back yep, then. Fucking
0: blow it up.
1: Mushroom cloud, it'll be over.
0: Ah, I love mushroom clouds in the morning. <laughs> But, yeah, I, I like this a lot. And it didn't I like how it didn't waste any time. It was a, short and sweet. Mm-hmm.
3: And
1: all the dialogue was meaningful. I mean, yeah, it, it drove everything along.
0: It didn't waste, mm-hmm. not a scene. They didn't yeah, waste a frame. Nailed it.
1: Yeah. And they didn't have to have any, as you say, a lot of special effects or anything. Because the, the actors and the dialogue were able to portray what was going on uh-huh. without having to have even a huge amount of practical effects.
2: Yeah, like even when the mother burned her hand in the mm-hmm. pot. They didn't really show any of that. You just no. hear the scream, everyone runs in, and she's like, ah, ah, you know. Yep. So they didn't really, it wasn't graphic, but you felt it. hmm Oh, George Sanders. That's who that was. Oh, That's. Okay. I like him. He was good in this. All right,
0: so we all liked it. Yeah, four uh, out of five, I would say. Yep. Yeah. It about it's right. a
1: classic that holds up.
0: Yes. As far as I never
2: saw it before, I feel bad not.
1: I had seen it before, but God, it had been since I was a kid. Yeah,
0: yeah, I re- yeah for re re I revisited it for this podcast, but before that, I probably it was probably two thousand oh
1: ninety nine. The er- early eighties, I probably late seventies when I saw it.
0: Mm. You know. All right. So, what about *Village of the Damned* (1995)? John Carpenter, Chris Christopher yeah. Reeves,
2: and I,
1: I like John Carpenter. He is. And I not so I won't say I like love him, but I've liked a lot of the movies he's done.
0: I, mean, I am a John Carpenter. I know fan. I am a diehard fan. I, he's a major influence for me. Be you know directing my own stuff. This is not his best work.
2: No, it is not. Um, Chrissy Alley made it easier to. Watch. Well, they
1: I feel like they paid for the talent and they didn't pay the writers.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense
1: because yeah Kirstie Alley was well she was coming off her heyday of cheers you know and and oh well t- cheers heyday and then she was doing movies like you know those rom-coms and the yeah, comedies who's talking, Look, yeah. talking <laughs> yeah. and talking. you <laughs> know <laughs> <he's> talking shit talking <laughs> shit so she had her little and so she was still a a, a reasonably she was still a bankable name bankable name and Christopher Reeves was a bankable name. I mean, granted, his at that point his primary acting roles, as we looked up earlier, were primarily B yeah. level, whereas before he had had A level.
2: This felt like an A-list movie to me. It was
1: supposed to be an A-list movie,
0: wasn't it? It was a. It was a. It was a big movie for a Carpenter. Yeah, okay, it was okay, a big studio was. movie.
2: I surprised Mark Hamill. Your boy Mark Hamill in this movie. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that.
0: Yep. Oh, you know what? I forgot. I like the role he plays as a priest. Mm -hmm. I had. Sorry about that. This is totally my fault. But I have the numbers uh, on both movies. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I'll go back to Amneville real quick. The budget for Mm Amneville was the budget was four point seven million. And it ended up grossing 86.4 million. Damn. But over
1: since to date, right? No. No, at the time. Oh,
0: no, no. At the time, it's theatrical run. Okay. Um, uh, the box office for the 95 or the 2005 Amityville 19 million and box office of 108. So both were very successful. Yeah. Uh, this budget for the first uh Village of the Dam nineteen sixty was two hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. And it made nine point oh no. And it made two point one million. Damn. And that's a nineteen sixty dollars.
2: Yeah, yeah. Movies were like a, a nickel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um the budget for this nineteen ninety five it won uh It did not do so well And it uh, You know We can talk about why But it was made for 22 million Box office (laughs) Which was considerable In that time Yeah 22 million And it's for a Carpenter film He usually didn't get Big studio gigs So this was a big studio Get for him but it didn't gross well. It did 9.4 million. Damn! Shit! It, it was lost a total loss. Money. It, yeah. Jeez.
1: Well, it John. just yeah. Like and you said, that's
0: worldwide release. That's why he was like. Ugh. They paid. They <laughs> nice. paid.
1: They paid John, Kirsty, and Christopher, and nobody else got paid, which means.
0: Mark Hamill, he
1: got he got a little pittance. Yeah,
0: a little buff scale.
1: He not not seriously nothing like what he made voicing Joker and yeah all of the, course you know not. Yeah. but um which he was doing back in that time
3: mm-hmm. but
1: um no I feel they paid them and then didn't pay for quality writers didn't I mean d- didn't pay for a good
0: see Carpenter is good these are movies he loved uh, as a kid.
1: Mm -hmm. so and I know why not just and there's that there's that whole writers have this too where you're like you love something now a writer it's just a strictly writer writer Mm -hmm. we see something we love like I love Lord of the Rings I hope to write something someday that is comparable to but is not a regurgitation of now directors you guys have like you know your pivotal movies that you just honor that affect who you are as a director and you want to like repeat that as an homage to that and also like here's how i want to make it like even better with what we can do with it now Mm -hmm. and sometimes that just doesn't translate and this movie i mean the kids were not as charismatic as the kids in the 60s Mm
3: They no, were
2: creepy, I don't think so. They I were, was looking at some of these writers on this movie, and they're not like the one guy who wrote the screenplay wrote Bad Company. Yeah, which was Chris Rock and Anthony Hopkins, which was a fail, and nothing else. There's a, there's just like and there's five like writers.
0: five writers, so he yeah. didn't
1: pay the writer.
0: So and yeah,
1: he already had a product. It's not like they were coming up with. It's not like you and I come up with shit on our own.
2: Yeah, you know, but
0: it's like he did the thing he totally innovated the thing he, oh yeah why
2: didn't he do the same yeah i thought you know cuz i remember he when he did
0: I, With this
2: no with oh. the thing oh yeah with that he should have done something like
0: but you know I so knowing that going in when i remember what i saw it in the theater i was expecting some innovation or at least at the very least something different added to this story that I already know and it was rather wasn't.
1: than kind of a rehash modernized Mhm.
0: I was yeah. disappointed then and I was like oh yeah I don't like this movie
1: <laughs> and it was like <laughs> well and I think I think I Christopher Reeves was kind of flat cause he was a very charismatic o- actor I mean like in somewhere in time mm-hmm. and you know you know, Superman, notwithstanding.
0: I mean, Death that's trap. what everybody
1: remins, reminds him mm-hmm. from.
0: Death trap. Yeah. just a dude. <laughs> but but you know,
1: you think of him as like the Keanu of his time. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, he had more chops. Uh, he had
1: more chops. Well, Keanu's getting there, but yeah. but Reeves had him earlier.
2: And I did the thing where I watched this one first and then the 1960s mm-hmm. after it, so... Well,
1: we, I, we'd both been exposed to the 1960s when we were younger. So, but you it was, know,
0: yeah, you know, still on TV. Stuff was still it's on. TV. on a, hey, scary it's it's yeah.
1: Usually, watch. when I saw something like that, it was like Saturday afternoon when nothing really important was on, and they were showing like the old movie hour from like what was it? From like two thirty to six or five or something, or yeah, you know. And it was just classic movies, and you got what you got.
2: Yeah, I was you just know? thinking about back in those days where you just you had to watch what's on TV, right? Yeah, you didn't have a choice. And and
1: there would be usually it would be like or it would be Friday night or Saturday night Either at midnight it would be like the horror film mm-hmm. you know Fright Night that was it yeah Fright, night.
0: <laughs> Fright <laughs> you got what you... night and I
1: mean that's where I saw the Creature of the Black Lagoon and
0: oh gosh and, yeah. I remember did you ever have like that had that promotional thing around here uh when I was a kid where if you went to Seven Eleven and like bought some like dollar thing. You got 3D glasses so you could watch Creature from Black Lagoon in 3D at home. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, but cool. so you, had, you had to go to 7-Eleven to get the glasses. Yeah, I don't
1: think that was a big enough deal for Boise. Oh, well.
0: Sorry. <laughs> you fancy. Was, Remember, was a, I was the weird awesome.
1: kid who wrote, read Stephen King in Junior High. Okay, and when the other girls were reading Judy Bloom and Harlequin Romance,
0: were you reading Party uh, Boys? He was reading
1: Little House on the Ferry.
0: <laughs> uh, that was when I was in elementary school. I know. Middle school is when I was, re- I was introduced to Stephen. All right, then. Uh, so we're in, we're pretty much in agreement. We're not big fans of... Uh, well, uh,
1: no, and they did change. They didn't nuke the kids. They just blew them up.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, they just blew him up. Which, I mean, it was the exact same ending as the 1960s. Yeah, he yeah. Just went in there and he brick wall and, <laughs> <laughs> and he blew up. Mm-hmm. Bada boom, bada bing.
0: Day. Hey, bing boom, <laughs> <laughs> bing bang boom. Hey, bada boom, bing boom. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Kirstie Alley
1: and Chris Rivas are much better actors than this script allowed them. Yeah, they couldn't even make a bad script work, and boo, poo 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 on John Carpenter's. Ah wee brah ah wee. Shame.
2: Well, he stopped directing right after... Uh, I don't know what it came out, but the Planet movie, Mars movie. Yeah.
0: He quit after that. He was like, I suck. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost of Mars. Oh, yeah. That's oh, that where I, I I gotten didn't through it. I saw that in the theater. I didn't like it. And I'll watch it now. And I was... Uh, yeah, I like it more. But I watched it with the commentary. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it was. the movie was just... It was uh, so many problems going on. He was talking. It, if you really pay attention at the end, uh, uh, you can see Ice Cube looking to the camera before when they're supposed to be just walking out. out. Yeah. yeah. He looks over, kind of like, can I, Am I supposed to look over there? And it's like, didn't even have time to do it again. They just kept that scene. Uh, it just seemed like it was just riddled with fucking problems. I'll maybe I'll give it a watch again. Listen to it with a commentary okay. if you get a chance. It's pretty good, with commentary. but one
1: movie that I rewatched recently that I hated when it first came out was Constantine. And I rewatched it like last year and went, This wasn't that bad of a movie, so a pretty movie. decent. But I remember when it first came out, seeing it at the theater, going, Really? Really? <laughs> so I think maybe it was a little yeah. before it's time. I was like, Really, Keanu, you, you're you a little flat, but no, it's actually, it's yeah, a, I like it. I like that. Yeah, it's, it's a
2: good. fun movie, it doesn't hit. It's, it doesn't do a lot from the comic book but no it's, as own I'm, I'm
1: admitted I'm not a comic nerd so
2: as its own movie it's, it's wonderful yeah you know
0: it's a fun movie to watch and enjoy yeah well folks I believe that is it um we will see you well after this airs we will see you in the new year new year new happy year.
2: New,
3: year. <laughs> new year new year new reboots
1: and I will say really getting you know Tired of reboots, they need to pay us writers for original content.
0: <laughs> I agree, original content. So let's work. <sighs> uh, well, I don't <laughs> want to go on that tangent. I'll leave you alone. Happy friggin' holidays. Yeah, See you guys. Merry
2: Christmas, everybody. Bye.